Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned into Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Now, if you're new with us, welcome. Hey, how's it going? We are so glad that you've joined us today, this evening, this this morning, this... Yeah, we're doing this weird thing, recording time, in the evening. Yeah, it's weird for us. We, we don't... don't time, I don't like it. Time is a construct. I don't like it. Okay, one time zone. That's all I'm going to say. Like I had a run in. Don't. I had a run in earlier. We're stop. A one time zone would have fixed everything. But we're going to move on. We're not going to be able to talk about gonna, anything else. We're, gonna, we're just going to keep going. But anyway, my name is Bubba. If you are new with us here, and I am a founding member of Love Thy Nerd. So five of my other friends and myself, we decided, hey, let's do this thing that God has called us to do where we love and serve our nerdy neighbors and we be Jesus to them in the best way that we know how. And over the last three years, we've been able to do that um, fairly well, I think. We're growing, we're learning, we're stretching. But now we do podcasts, we do videos, we do all sorts of things. We Thanks, write COVID. Oh, yes. It just exploded <laughs> with COVID. So, yeah, if you don't know anything about us and you want to know more, please head on over to lovethynerd.com where you can find all the articles and podcasts and all sorts of stuff. You'll hear that probably several more times during this podcast. Bubba doesn't know how to talk without plugging things. So. It's, it literally is my job. Yeah. So. Well, I'm Anna. I'm an Animal Crossing, loving, sewing, Stardew Valley playing, knitting, homeschool mama for. I think that's nice and um, succinct and just short and to the point. Yeah. Uh, it's been a crazy week. I don't know if it's been a crazy... Yeah, no, it's been a crazy week. Yes. Um, I cut my hair, so that's exciting. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, that, it, that's happened since last time It's we been were... less than a week. Long week. That tells <sighs> you it's been a crazy week. Um, I got in trouble with one of my friends because I actually have not posted any picture online um, about my haircut, which usually that's kind of... That's a thing, yeah. It's like a courtesy to all your friends, so they are not shocked <laughs> the next time you see the, them. You're like, oh, Give look them time what, to adapt. I did a thing yeah. today, and you post a picture of your, you know, something super cute of your haircut, right? and then everybody comments and tells you how great it is, hopefully. <laughs> I just decided I didn't have time for that. They don't and say, I oh, just was you like, got your haircut. I, just I mean, and it is really cute. I like it. But I didn't post any pictures, and then my friends are like, their heads blew up when they saw me and they were like, you cut your hair and you didn't tell us? Yeah, anyway. I remember my first day on the internet. Yeah. Um, also, today, new computer. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. It's... Um, it's actually your computer. It is my computer, but you you are you're utilizing it. Yeah, and, it needs, and, and except yeah. for when you need it. You're yeah, you're giving it some love, mm -hmm. and that's and I don't care. So my computer has been dying a slow death since before I got it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, um, it was like a cast off computer from the church type of thing mm -hmm. because it was crashing so much that mm -hmm. it was basically unusable for oh, yeah. what it 
was supposed to be used Kinda for Kind of right church. in our sweet spot of like getting stuff. Yeah, like cars. Just computers. maybe on on the on the brink of dying Houses. or rolling down the hill yeah. of dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, careening mm-hmm. down the hill most of the time. Yeah. So I've been using that for a couple of years now. And um, you've been telling me that I needed a new computer. Oh, I needed yeah. a new computer. And I was always like, no, no, no. Like... Computer problems are just slightly less panic-inducing than car problems to me. Fair. Um, because it's such a pain to get a new computer. Well, it's becoming less of a pain because they keep ev- all your information in clouds now, so that's nice. But um, anyway, you were supposed to be getting this new fancy work computer, mm-hmm. so you were like, "Hey, I'm just gonna give you that one." Because I tried to talk you into giving me your Mac. Uh, and you were like over my yeah, dead body. No, not yeah. doing that. Not, that's not a gonna very happen. expensive. Computer. Four thousand dollar computer <laughs> designed for <laughs> graphics and motion graphics and video and audio editing. You're not gonna order groceries yeah. on it. It's just <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good about that. So what? Oh, another thing that I had was like a, an old cast off Chromebook that like students used, like Emphasis elementary on school cast off. Stu- it is. It was. I have never seen a computer, like a laptop, this tiny, like small. Oh, okay. I Just thought you larger were, than a I phone, I thought you were talking about like. how ungrateful I was. Oh, no, 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 Which no. Which no. I've used it a lot, but um, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, so you were like, hey, I'm supposed to be getting this new computer um, because my new job is sending me, they're just they're sending me a computer, and so that can be your computer. And yeah. I was like... Hey, that's awesome. Um, and then right after you told me that, my computer died. And I mean... I didn't die. It, hi- it went into hibernation. Oh, like every time I turned it on, I couldn't get past this screen that said something about a power supply. And the only option was shut down. That was the only <laughs> button you could click. And I didn't know what to do. And that I tried was- unplugging it. And I tried like... Anyway, I was your computer saying, "I'm t- I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm so tired. It, I'm it's time for retirement." <laughs> and so what we did was, we let your computer go to Florida for a couple of weeks, you know, and <laughs> and that was fine. So today in the mail, here it comes, or the FedEx mail. Yeah, it's mail. You got you you picked up the package and you said, "Hey." This is your computer. Yeah. You, if, once you get enough computers in the mail, you know what they look like when they come. Yeah. And you opened it. And it was rose gold. So it's, an, <laughs> it's, an, it's a MacBook Air. And mind you, I, I never, they just were like, what kind of computer do you want? Do you want, a, do you want Windows or do you want Mac? We're going to get you a laptop. And I was like, well, I already have... A, you know, a, a CPU. I've got a Terminator for, you know, a, a computer that's a Windows machine and I don't necessarily need a Windows laptop. So I asked you, what would you rather have? And we used to be Mac Mac buddies. Oh, yeah. And like I'm through and through, especially after using this garbage window computer and yeah. the Chromebook was OK. And hey, you know what? I'm still kind of there. Okay, so I'm still kind of on the Mac train. Yes, I'm all the way on the Mac train. So for what I'm going to need need it for, like answering support tickets on the go and doing all sorts of like web browsing things, I'm not doing any hard crunching, you know, uh, processing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I said Mac for sure, easy. And that was it. Yeah. It was just what kind of computer do you no want? No preferences about 
any specs. Not not when it, not not even like time frame. Like when is it going to be here? Uh-huh. They're like, we ordered your computer. Yeah. Sweet. I have been the guy that orders computers before. There was a litany of questions that I used to ask people. <laughs> no, sir. They knew exactly what they were going to get me. Well. And it showed up. And it's pink. And it was pink. It's pink. It's like... <laughs> Like a, like a, like a, you guys know what rose gold looks it's like. It's like, like pearlescent they, kind of If I could pink. have ordered it and they you had asked you, me, I would have said rose gold. Absolutely. But it wasn't, it wasn't girly enough for you. I told you, I no, said, no. hey, if we're going to get this thing, let's protect it. Let's take care That's of it. That's what you said. You said, let's get a case you need for to it. get a case. Like what, like I, like the clip on case. That yeah. Like it's a hard shell around. case. And I looked at one that had flowers on it and I was like, this case? <laughs> And you said, uh, yes, whatever you want. I did say that. And so I actually looked around some more and found like a cheaper one where I got more stuff for less money type of case. Yes. And uh, it, um, you said it looked like someone rubbed makeup all That's over exactly it. That's exactly what it looks what you like. Said. That's exactly. It looks like they took the makeup brush and just like, like dipped Nene it in different makeups. Like customized my computer. Exactly. <laughs> it spent a week in Nene's room. Yes. Or a night at life group. And like they just... <laughs> Painted across the top of it with. People have given our daughter um, makeup for fun and inevitably at life group, the life group, they it just paint themselves in makeup. All the yeah, little girls do. And it's, it's sometimes like the boys. War. It's just That's really. What it looks like. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I got I got a case. I got a carrying sleeve. I got a little, uh, and this all came together, by the way. It's, I didn't spend that much money. Um, a little webcam cover thing so mm-hmm. people can't spy on me. Yeah, keep the man out of your business. That's right. Um, and I got a little stand. A little keyboard a little, cover. Oh, yeah, a keyboard cover. And which a, you're probably going to throw away after a while because those things are, are terrible, terrible. I believe you. Um, and then I got a little uh, thing to make it ergonomic so it'll tilt this way mm-hmm. and not ruin my wrists and stuff. Yep. And that one is also sort of decorative, but it was $5 yeah. cheaper than the gray one. Well, I mean, I, I'm i very happy for you. I legit am because I'm about sick and tired of hearing you complain about your computer. Was just, I complaining or just asking you to fix problems? Both and. how I don't know how that's different, but I... I'm I'm legitimately glad because I would just hear you go <laughs> from the other room and I'm like, oh, that's a computer problem. And I would walk out and say, hey, it's we need to get you a computer. Like, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. Like I I I was in the garage playing a game with my headphones on and I heard you make I was that not noise. That loud. And it just it was so slow sometimes. Not Sometimes it took it took it a half an hour to get to where the mouse wouldn't freeze when we were moving it when I booted it up uh-huh. now yeah. after it had time to yeah. cook. Mm-hmm. It probably took about an hour and a half to two hours to be able to use it after you got it like oh, yeah. turned on to try and get the data off of it. Uh, well, it was doing this thing too where it was like it would pop up this blue box that was like there is a critical error mm-hmm. with yeah. your start menu. Blue you screen have to death, man. Blue log screen it. Death. You have to log out right now. The, the blue screen of death. But if you just didn't click on that, you could still use <laughs> it. Just move it. Trick it. Just move it to the corner where it yeah. didn't like get in the way of your window because you couldn't minimize it at all. It stayed in the front. Right. But just move it around. You can still keep using it. It's fine. I don't think that that was the intended use case for <laughs> for that that uh, alert it's box. It's like when your car turns on the check engine light, much like our cars have mm-hmm. the check engine light. 
Um, you can still keep using that. Yeah, just keep driving until it explodes. Who cares? Well, we 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 inquired about that check engine light, and they're like, "Oh, oh it's no, kind of a no big deal." Because nobody knows how to fix it. They're like, "No." Oh, they it's... said they could. They said it's probably just a sensor error. Yeah, and I said, "Okay, cool. Thanks. I can still drive it. It's fine." Here's what the if it were the equivalent of the blue box on the computer, your car would automatically drive to the, the nearest mechanic. <laughs> You just, you're done. Just stop driving it. You're a danger to uh, yourself like in society. In, um, uh, oh, what's that nerd show? Uh, the Big Bang Theory. Oh, pff, um, too broad a question. Yeah. Well, it's like we're Penny. We're Penny's car. Oh, yeah. And, Oof. Yeah. And Sheldon is like, no, check engine lights exist for a reason. They mean you need to check the engine. Check and, the engine. No, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I can look at it. It's not going to help. Well, hey, do yourself a favor, friends, and uh, use use some of that STEMI. Use some of those Biden bucks to go and get yourself a new computer if you need it. Treat yourself, you know? Treat yourself. You've earned it. Well, I hey, did earn it. <laughs> did you, you technically did you? earned it. Uh, yeah. I earned it. Mm, I low-key You earned also it. earned it because you do things and you... Use... Your bills would not be paid if oh, I don't have a computer. Yeah, like the the biggest reason I wanted you to get that thing was because we got taxes to do. Uh, yes. That's a whole other thing. Yes. Do your taxes, friends. If you haven't done your taxes, it's, it's, almost, it's almost tax time. Well, hey, speaking of tax time, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we got a pretty interesting topic. Not that the other topics that we have on other shows aren't interesting. But they might a, not be. We have a pretty interesting topic this week. We're going to be looking at miracles... Versus magic. 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 That's an office reference. Pretend like I said it with a key in my mouth, and you will fully understand what's going on. Michael the Magic, why are you squinting at me? I don't know what you're You're... talking about right now. Yes. When Michael's trying to... Oh, now I have to explain it. When Michael's trying to get out of the straitjacket... Oh. And he's got the key in his... Right there in front of his lip, and he goes, magic, magic, magic. And they start squiggling, and then the key falls out of his mouth, the and then Jim reaches over with his foot and covers it. it. Yeah. And he's like, um, unrelated topic. Has anybody seen a small brass key? Yeah. Such a good show. It is. Hey, that is not what we're going to be talking about, but we're going to be office? talking about like magic versus miracles. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I've been a Joss Whedon fan for a pretty long time. Firefly was literally life-changing for me and kicked me off down a path that I've been walking for like the last 16 years in pseudo-professional geekdom. It also made me go back and check out Buffy and Angel, even his Shakespeare work, and Dr. Horrible was amazing. I read his Astonishing X-Men run in the comics, which to be honest is the best X-Men run I've read, so I've been a fan of his for a long time. And when he was announced to take over after Zack Snyder to finish Justice League, I was pretty excited. I wasn't really thrilled with Age of Ultron, but I was kind of hopeful. And while I enjoyed what I saw with Justice League, and it was just nice to see my heroes on screen, 
I could tell that that wasn't what was intended. And this week, people are finally going to get the Snyder Cut. They're going to get the version that was intended to come out. And I knew when I watched the original version that someone had come in and done some things that weren't supposed to be. And it reminded me of this Bible story in Matthew 13, beginning in verse 24. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the weeds sprouted and formed heads, the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? Verse 28 says, an enemy did this, he replied. And it just really spoke to me the fact that sometimes we can pour out our best into what we're doing. And if we're not careful of who we let handle it and be involved in what we're doing, then it can become a perversion or a distant shadow of what we intended it to be. And that goes for things like Justice League, but that also goes for our relationships, that goes for our ministries, that goes for our walk with God, that if we're not careful and cautious and guarding about who and what we let involved, we could end up with something other than what we actually intended to create. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And today we are talking about magic. Ooh. And also miracles. We're going to talk about miracles, <laughs> um, but probably a little bit more in the next section. We'll see if we actually end up getting to it. I don't think that we will get to it in this section. So just stay tuned. No, yeah. I'd... In the next segment, we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about it. But the idea with all of this is, is like, what is the differences between what we perceive to be magic and what we perceive to be miracles? Like, mm-hmm. Is there? Is there a difference? Is there a difference or is mm-hmm. it a Venn diagram? And I think that we're going to find that uh, maybe yes, maybe no, maybe some, maybe none. Um, that is the theme of this podcast. Confusion. Nuance. And oh, the office. Nu- yeah, nuance in the office. Got it. <laughs> um, so we, we really don't need to tell you that nerd culture is just chock full of magic. Just from tip to tail, you throw a rock in any direction. It's going to bounce off of two magic things before it lands on the another. The rock might be magic. Ma- it is a magic it's rock. It's a magical rock. <laughs> it's true. That's how we can throw it so far. Um, you, you look at like from Disney's uh, World of Magic to even like Doctor Strange in the MCU and or the comic books. Um, whatever version of Marvel you want to be involved in. Doctor Strange is a magical character. Also from like My Little Ponies, Magic Friendship, Magic of Friendship rather, to like a World of Warcraft necromancer. Magic is everywhere. Just all over the place. Runs wild. It's in almost 
every single fantasy fiction that you look into. So this has led to like a very heavy uh, concentration of of nerds in that particular fan base. Um, and so we're going to kind of dissect that a little bit. Can can you be a fan of fantasy fiction without toting the nerd label? I don't think so. I, I mean, yeah, if you love fantasy fiction books, you're probably a nerd. You are a nerd. And yeah. even if you're like, no, I'm not. I have, I've, I do fantasy football. It is also fantasy. So it's boom, fantasy football magic. Roasted. I don't yes. think that's magic. If you believe that the shirt you wear is like the like the pit stains that you have are equivalent to how oh, many points. you're talking about superstition. Um, well, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. I'm a little stitious. That's another office reference. Try it, and stay, try and keep up not, your kids. Yeah, I mean, it would not be a church nerds podcast if we didn't have somewhere between one and three office 34, references. 19. yeah. Well, we thought it would be pretty fun um, to make sort of a little chart of magical beings um, in in all all sorts of different yeah um, not all but all sorts it, you, you're gonna see it kind of universes this we're, we're making a chaotic neutral or a, a chaotic an chart, alignment rather. an alignment is that chart. what it's called an alignment chart yes oh yes maybe that's why weird stuff is coming up i just kept typing chaotic chart <laughs> you only you only found the, the chaotic ones yeah i got what i needed mm. um so we're doing an alignment chart which and the top left of it has lawful good and then if you go down All to the, the bottom down. right, it's chaotic evil. And yeah. so you have good, neutral, evil, mm-hmm. and you have lawful, neutral, chaotic. Mm-hmm. It is a chart. Um, if you have Facebook, you've seen one. I will make, uh, we don't I'll have make ours. We have to explain this. I'll make ours into a graphic and we will post it. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So we wanted to do this because this helps us kind of understand what's going on. But I was going to say this this chart is going to be a lot like a waterbed. When you lay in a waterbed, <laughs> like things are just going to kind of settle in one area because well, that's where we settle. Because I wanted to sort of explore like when you when you say magic – in the nerd in the nerd realm like it could mean anything like something extremely innocuous like the fairy godmother mm, yeah or it's like the best possible use of magic yeah which is like bringing happiness to an orphaned girl who is just a wonderful person yeah. and has been abused her entire life yeah <laughs> to like really bad stuff like deep dark magic that involves like child sacrifice or something yeah, horrible wow like, that got real dark well it, it yeah. all exists like i don't like it yeah there's there's some magic that it's like eh, that's fine and then there's some that's like i feel icky now yeah. i don't like that so this is not quite we didn't quite actually get into that really nasty kind of stuff in our chart but we are kind of exploring like yeah oh, i mean the it's there. And this is my idea. I was like, oh, hey, let's make a chart. So this is what we So did. here we are. We made a chart. <laughs> lawful good. So top is... left, lawful good. Gandalf from Gandalf. Lord of the Rings. And I would say specifically Gandalf the White. I don't think. Oh, Gandalf the White and not Gandalf the Grey? I don't think. I think Gandalf the Grey shifts a little either a little more to the right or a little more to the to the south. Because I, th- I think that Gandalf the Grey... He he knew what he was doing, 
Um, he knew what he was doing, but most of the time he was, when he was getting off the gray, he was just a little bit more like aloof and he, he didn't have like a very like determinate path that he like, nothing could shake him. Okay. So lawful good is we are always going to do the good all the time. Gandalf the Grey, I don't want to say he he was one to do bad, but he was a little bit more ornery than I don't Gandalf know. the White. Well, when you're like, I have not studied the lore of Lord of the Rings super deeply and like assigned everything a place yeah. as far as allegory is concerned. Um, but I would say kind of that Gandalf the White is more like the completely sanctified version yeah. of Gandalf. Like he has a, arrived well, sort of like he's the best yeah. version. He's been through all of the like difficult things and has come out refined. Yes. Well, and so honestly, and I don't, I don't want to dwell too much on this, but we, you know, we just got the stinking extended editions of all the Lord of the Rings movies. And mm-hmm. so we've been watching through mm-hmm. those and you see like an immediate shift. Like when he's Gandalf the gray, he's like, speaking in the dark language like the language of mordor and all that stuff when he comes back as gandalf the white if he if he does we never hear it or see it or anything like that he's like he's a lot more conscious about the lines and the divisions and all sorts of things what what needs to be done without swaying i don't know he told the um that lie to that guy at the at the gate um when he was gonna like he w- he was gonna bring his wizard staff into the into the castle place and the guard is like Gandalf you can't bring a wizard staff in here he's like you're not gonna let an old man have a stick <laughs> he's like yeah okay that's that's just being shrewd so, okay yeah, he, he nailed it <laughs> so anyway we've got Gandalf the white mm-hmm. in the top left corner for our lawful good oh, okay let's move to the right neutral good I don't want to say this one because I don't know much about him. Doctor Strange from the MCU specifically. Okay, so over, again, we're like we're picking very specific versions of these characters, and also picking very specific. Uh, what's what's what I'm looking for? Like progressions in their their character oh, development. Yes, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. So again, off the white and Doctor Strange at the end of Doctor Strange the movie. Okay, uh, not even necessarily. I guess leading into the Avengers movies and all that stuff, but like specifically Doctor Strange, where he is the Sorcerer Supreme, and like the things that he is doing is protecting and doing all sorts of stuff. Now, one might say that's very lawful, but he is just so like bland most He's just of the time. Always gonna do the good thing. Yeah, just regardless. So that is neutral. He's not chaotic. I think he kind of started off chaotic when he was learning, and you know he's not like hard, hard left because, you know, you have, uh, you know, if, if you watched Avengers Endgame, you saw all of his stuff and, you know, even what he did with Dormammu in Doctor Strange and it's just blank staring for me right now. But those of you those that not have words. seen it, you understand. I Here's the thing. I fall asleep every time I watch Doctor Strange. <laughs> right, yeah. I cannot stay awake through that movie. So, I don't know why. So the, the idea here is that Sometimes when, when he Tilda does. Swinton comes in and she's bald. For some reason, true. I was like, check out. <laughs> he has the time stone that he's not supposed to have. Mm-hmm. 
He's read from the book he's not supposed to read from. Oh, to yeah. To learn about these That's things, right. to use the mm-hmm. time stone. He kind of is, he's like the, the bad boy, good, magical guy. He, to me, is a lawful neutral. Neutral? Neutral. Because he will sometimes do the right thing, sometimes do the wrong thing, but always for the right reason. See, that seems chaotic to me. I don't think it's chaotic. Yeah. You think chaotic, good, it's Shazam. I do think it's Shazam. And specifically Shazam from the movie. The movie Shazam. The movie Shazam. Um, So, uh, what's his name? Chuck. Yeah, whoever Chuck Chuck is. (laughs) His name is... um, Zach... Oh yeah, Zachary somebody. Zach and we'll figure it out. You guys know who it is. You're screaming at the podcast machine. He's super cute though. He's jacked. He is. The end amen. He's jacked. Move on. (laughs) No, I mean like I I feel like because the idea is that he's a kid. Like, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. He's he's a kid that has these magical powers Mm -hmm. and he's never He's trying to do good things, but has somewhat unpredictable um methods. Everything about it is chaos because Mm -hmm. it is a a tween age child. Mm -hmm. And so um that that to me was like an yeah, this is our chaotic good right here. (laughs) Easily. Does his last name start with a Q? Mm -mm. No. Sorry. Never mind. And and it's not Zach Efron, which is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Well, now we move into lawful neutral. Yeah, so the neutral phase here. Okay, so these are kind of blase. Uh, kind of blase. Yeah, like in the middle. Yeah. Lawful neutral, I say, is Professor McGonagall. Yes. I mean, you I you could argue that she's good, but she's kind of she's just just very lawful. Like she she does not always do what Harry and his friends would like no. because she's stern. She she wants to obey the rules. Um and like she you know, she's generally a good person for yeah. sure. Um and she's generally for them, but sometimes they don't super like her because she's like enforces r- rules and well, stuff. And sometimes she just legit doesn't believe the good guy. You know, I mean, Harry and his friends get in trouble all the time. Uh, hey, you you slayed a cave troll. That's really cool. Is it Zachary Levi? Is that his Zachary name? Zachary Levi. That's his name. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You, you, this you, is my brain. You have slain a cave troll or a, a, a troll or whatever. Thank you for saving the school. You're basically grounded. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Well, I'm you sorry. You were what? out after curfew. Yeah. Yeah. You were in. Uh, also, the... why do they have Slytherin? Like, why? Maybe, I don't a, maybe know, a, man. some Potterhead can explain this to me, but uh, it, like, we can all understand them's the bad guy. Like, they're literally teaching and breeding bad guys in Hogwarts. Anyway, it's. Not yeah. That's... Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't read through all that's of them. Always... So maybe that will. Mystery will be dispelled that's later. always bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Neutral. Neutral. This is a little bit different. This, this is probably a little bit, what I would say probably one of the more controversial things that we have on this list. Why? Okay. Well, let's tell them who it is first. Maui. It, it's Maui. Maui. From Moana. You are Moana. And. Yeah. Moana I, is my favorite Disney movie, I think. The, the reason. Oh, really? Mine's tangled. We've already had this conversation. I love Moana. Um, the reason I think it's probably one of the most controversial ones is because to put Maui as neutral neutral 
if you look on some of the other charts, like I was looking on another chart, they had the vision as neutral, neutral, not a true neutral. And I was like, it didn't really get much more true. He's pretty much a robot. Yeah. He's a program, like he a computer program. Sort can of. both do the good thing and the bad thing all the time or the nothing thing, like yeah. all the time. He sits mm -hmm. square in the middle. We picked Maui as our, new, our true neutral because you'd never know whose team he's on until he cho he chooses a he side. He eventually chooses the right side, but but he also did super the wrong thing a in lot the beginning of, it. of the a of lot of it, yeah. The story is him just ultimately being selfish yeah. and then not real like selfish cuz he's a broken person, he's had a difficult past, so he makes a mistake and then yeah. the road to like correcting that mistake he's on board some some of the time and not on board some of the time and like yeah you know it's just kind of he's got a lot a lot of magical powers but yeah he's got can't a magic necessarily hook. be trusted to do the right thing but you can't really he almost had to be conned into doing the right pretty thing pretty much yeah you know so yeah. I, I didn't feel like he was lawful because he didn't really have a code no, um, he I didn't, doesn't. Didn't feel like he was chaotic because he wasn't just doing out, things on a whim. He wasn't out to destroy anything. Um, he, he just he accidentally had a, did it. He had a prime directive. Yeah. Basically, yep, you know, well, the heart of Tafiti. The heart of yes. And so. All right. So then down to chaotic neutral. Mm, yeah, I almost you almost said just the wrong the beans. thing. No, well, I didn't. Oh well, I it starts gonna, with I a little and ends with an oki. Loki is our chaotic, chaotic neutral. neutral. I think he's the best chaotic neutral I yeah. could think of. We kind of stole that one. Like it was. No, I didn't. I thought of that all by myself. Whether the chart that you were looking at at that moment said Loki on chaotic neutral, that is not my fault. I hey. thought of it from my own brain. Look here, lady. Okay, it's, this is how ideas work. <laughs> None of them are. are you nothing know, new. Nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Well, he is the perfect he really chaotic is. neutral because. The only thing that you can count on with Loki is that you cannot count on him. Like yeah. you, you, you do, he's just, he's on his own team, whatever is in his own best interest. He'll work for either side yeah. and it's always going, he's always going to blindside you or he's always going to blindside the bad guy. It's always something always. completely crazy and unexpected. I cannot wait for the Loki there's a Loki series that's coming out on Disney Plus. I don't know that you oh, even knew about this. We'll but. watch 100%. I'm oh, interested in that hundos. one. Yeah. And I'm not into the villain crush. He's just one of the most interesting. He's just such an interesting villain. Well, to it, me. because in, in the same movie, you can be all over the map. Like, mm -hmm. if you look at Loki's story, and this is MCU Loki that we're talking about. If you look at MCU Loki throughout the movies, you just like the moment you're on his side. He swerves you. Yeah. The it's like it's like he's playing when you. When you're on his the side, viewer. you're kind of mad at yourself for yep. even giving him the benefit of the doubt ever. And then the like the moment, the moment, the moment that you're like, oh man, okay, Loki. Loki's a good guy. Bless his heart. Thanos killed him. Oh, that's yeah. That's like that's the the and that's the yeah. definitive moment. You're like, uh oh, there's no turning back from that. Like he didn't he didn't go away in the snap. Well, it, it was, was like Boromir. It was a snap, but it was a different kind like of snap. Like you just redeemed yourself from everything and yeah. now you're dying. Boromir, if he'd have been magic, he'd have definitely, or if this was the Lord of the Rings. This was difficult because we kept on just thinking of nerdy characters and yeah. we'd be like, oh, this is the perfect person. The Joker. We had the Joker the on here. Magic. We got all the way done and we're like, <laughs> no, that's. The Joker's not magic. Come on, dummies. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's move into our evil section.
evil. These are the baddies, the evil. bad guys. Um, okay, so we we are now, even from LTN's standpoint, we are completely 100% into it. We are okay to talk about WandaVision a spoiler. spoilers. Okay, so this is a WandaVision spoiler. Our, if you don't want to know stuff, please turn down your listening yeah, device. Don't you dare turn it off. Just you turn just it turn down it for down. just a little bit. Or plug yours and go la, 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 la. Um, maybe don't do that if there are other people around. So um, Agatha is our lawful evil. This She is so calculated in what she does. And Anna can't speak to this at, at, for for anything because she just doesn't. And Anna did not watch WandaVision. You told me you thought I would like it and then you proceeded I to watch all of it without me. did do that. But if you have seen WandaVision, her entire her in, her entire draw that she's trying to do is she's trying to get Wanda's powers. That's exactly what she's trying to do. So everything that happens in the show is to that end. Like, and she feels that Wanda doesn't deserve the powers that she has because she's squandering them as a Scarlet Witch. She doesn't even know who she is or what she's got, blah, blah, blah. Like she has a very strict code of conduct that she's she's flying by mm-hmm. and at the same time is still trying to train Wanda on how to use her powers. So long story short, Agatha Harkness is our – she's our, our lawful evil because I just can't think of right now anybody who fits that mold better. I'm sure that we will have one. But Maybe. We'll see. I, I don't yeah. know. Right now, that's who it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Neutral evil. Neutral evil. I thought that a good neutral evil is the evil queen. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The evil queen doesn't have a, any kind of code. Nah. Really. She just wants to be the cutest. But nor is she just completely, she doesn't want to just watch the world burn like the Joker. No. She just wants what she wants, and she will run over anybody in her path to get it, yeah. no matter how cute they are, right, or how much of a child they are. They don't. She don't care. Uh, no, she, she just, just is what she is. Yep, she's she's gonna be the most beautiful, and she's a horrible person. Yes. <laughs> um, totally ridiculous storyline, by the way. That was <laughs> well, Snow White. It yeah, and it's it's worse when you actually read it. <laughs> so, last but not least, we have our chaotic evil, and I the would, ultimate chaos. I, I would say, you know, th- this this is probably in my mind. It, th- this is probably going to be the second most controversial one because we were even talking about it before we started rolling. Like, mm-hmm. but we, we we really we this is what we feel. This is our this is our list. So make your own dang list. Yeah. Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. He who shall not be named. Yes. Um, that dude does some gnarly stuff. Like it's it it is the step and a half up from the evil queen. I mean, yeah, because he I mean he is evil through and through. Yep. No chance of redemption on that one. Mm. And he will do he will do anything at all. Um he like goes beyond what needs to be done more oh, yeah. into just like really wants to see people suffer kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So like whereas the evil queen, a step back, she just I just want me to be this thing. Lord Voldemort 
like builds a following around it. Like he's he's basically developing his own religion around this idea of, you know, <laughs> wanting to be the dark lord and all this stuff. And so like those of you that are Potterheads, you know way more about this than I do, but it it doesn't take a whole lot to see and understand that this is what's going on. So in summation, you've got the dichotomy is our lawful good is Gandalf the White, our true neutral is Maui, and our chaotic evil is Lord Voldemort. Tell us if you agree with these things. Yeah. Did we get it wrong? Or is there somebody who you think would have made a better I can't Anything? wait. I cannot wait for you to share with us what your alignment chart is for magical characters. It ha- they have to be magical, magical everyone. Characters it can't in, just be people. In the nerd sphere. No jokers, you jokers. You can't, it can't be the joker. As much as you're going to want to, don't put the joker on there. Yeah. So let us know. Um, hit us up in the comment section below or even better, share with us. Like we've got a Facebook page that you can go and find, Church Nerds. Um, you can also tweet us at Church Nerds LTN on Twitter. Just let us know, like, what is your alignment chart? Who would you put in these places? How close do we get to what you even think would be good? Hey, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to look at magic and miracles and kind of where they overlap and, and all that sorts of stuff. But kind of, we're going to we're going to hone in on a biblical perspective and what the Bible actually says about the two. And, uh... I don't know. You might be a little surprised at what happens. So stick around. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. Boundaries. One of the major keys to a healthy life is healthy boundaries. For much of my adulthood, I've lived as an open book. I was always willing and many times eager to share my struggles and life's choices, not out of pride, but rather out of humility, humble enough to shed the mask and be vulnerable at any given time. While I largely encourage being real in your walk, a lesson I've recently learned is to also be protective with the raw areas of your life. Hearing the word boundary is oftentimes associated with some sort of negativity. Seeing a boundary as a limit we can't go beyond or something that holds us back and keeps us restrained, when in reality, a boundary is a barrier between ourselves and danger, a protective box drawn around the area to ensure survival in uncertain circumstances. Marking off areas within your life as out of bounds is okay. Taking responsibility for the protection and perseverance of your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health is an action only you are responsible for. Micah 7 urges us to protect the words that come from our lips because those among us cannot always be trusted. Verse 5 says, Do not trust a neighbor, put no confidence in a friend, even with the woman who lies in your embrace, guard the words from your lips. And in Psalm 147, we're reminded of the Lord's steadfast faithfulness and His protection over Israel time and time again. In verse 14, it says, He makes peace in your borders, or some translations read, in your boundaries you will find peace. Just as Israel had to protect itself from those whose goal was to cause destruction, we too have to take priority in protecting our heart and lives from those who seek to wreak havoc. Placing boundaries around areas of our lives that are not meant to be open doors to everyone you meet or call a friend, that is your first heroic step toward a happy, healthy life honoring of God. (laughs) 
here on LTN Radio, the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or right here on our website at lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. (laughs) She wasn't ready for that. And today we're talking about miracles and magic, or magic versus miracles, or the magic of miracles, or... The magic of the uh, miracle, miracle, magic of miracles. Miracle mm, whip mm. is magic. No, nope. false. No, not going mi- that far. Ooh, miracle whip. Down with miracle whip. Kinda I'm like, a mayonnaise girl through and through. Hellman's. I fact. like the tangy zip of miracle. Whip. Hellman's olive oil miracle whip. Mm, ma- mayonnaise. <laughs> Got miracle em. whip. Got him. Now you messed me up. Uh, well, that's what happens when you talk over my office quote. I don't love the tangy zip at all. Well, that's too bad. The tangy zip is sugar, by the way. It's delicious. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Anyway. That's what that fat needed was a little bit of sugar. And so, (laughs) um, hey, we spent the last segment basically dissecting magic and magical beings in the nerdverse and all sorts of universes across the multiverse and otherwise uh, to find our quote-unquote favorite magical characters. I don't know that I would necessarily label them our favorite. Yeah, maybe favorite was the wrong word. Yeah, I put heavy quotes around it. Oh, favorite. Uh, but we we kind of, we put them in a box, literally put them in boxes. So we put them in nine Bo- boxes. Boxes three inside times, of boxes. Three is nine. This segment, what we're trying to do is we want to take a turn for the more serious side of the conversation and look at how do we deal with the idea of magic when it comes to spirituality and our faith. Yeah, so I had this idea to talk about this when um, I was talking with Levi, who is five. Mm -hmm. And Levi is, (laughs) he's definitely, I mean, he loves Jesus. And he's, um, you know, he's the the one who loves to pray. Oh, yeah. um, He, I mean, he's, I would almost say the most spiritual of all of our kids. He thinks about it a lot. He does. So um, he, I don't know, he was thinking in his little mind uh, about Jesus raising some from, someone from the dead or something. Um, and he was saying that Jesus did it with magic. And in that moment, I was like, okay, how do I even explain <laughs> Yeah, is it possible to, a five to even year explain old, the to him? difference between what Jesus does, like miracles that Jesus does, and magic that he just sees on TV? On TV, because it's like, you know, in his mind, what really is the difference? Oh yeah, because I mean, he's not thinking of magic as like one spiritual tongue, forces tongue working of, yeah. of newt or eye of newt or whatever tongue of newt <laughs> sometimes you got to use the tongues i guess dude that's that's a magic i don't know about <laughs> anyway and then like you know fairy godmother magic like i mentioned yeah um because you know it's a, like is magic 
when we see it in nerd culture, it's not always like, is it always good or bad or is it like a reskinning of miracles, so to speak? Yeah. Where, I mean, we were talking a little bit about like monks and mages and stuff in games where you always have to have your like healing class mm-hmm. of characters. Yeah, where does it come and from? And they do it like the bad classes do it with magic and the good classes do it with faith. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And discipline. And- yeah. Um, and... And in that, it's definitely, it's just a reskinning of one element. And so what is the difference in, like, in real life, what is the difference between magic and miracles? Um, So, I mean, uh, (laughs) I don't know. There is, you were saying, like, you believe magic is for real, for real. I do, yeah. And I mean, honestly, that's tinfoil hat completely off. Like, we... I, we're not going to get too in the weeds on anything, but Anna, I mean, we've, we've, we've seen some stuff. We've been a part of, of some things with different people, um, not on the side that you think I'm going on, but like we, we, we know that we battle not against flesh and blood. Um, Mm -hmm. we, we fully know and understand that. And so the idea of magic, maybe not some, you know, skimpy, you know, scandally clad uh, woman throwing a fireball or anything like that. Like not in that case, but like in, you know, mm-hmm. conjuring and stuff like that. Like we're not going to get too in the weeds, so don't worry about it. But like, yes. That was a weird no- noise. Yeah, that's thanks, just me. Thanks for breaking that, uh, <laughs> that tension there. Well, and I did tell this story before, but <laughs> like in just in the library and because we're not the only people who take this seriously that, right. that like our look, people are looking for. Essentially, I think they're looking for magic. They're looking for a way to bend the natural laws mm-hmm. is essentially what they're doing. And yeah. so um, I was in the I was in the library and this guy comes in and he's like, I'm looking for a book about magic. And the librarian's like, OK, what do you magic cup and balls? Yeah. Rings, like, do you, like, disappearing hanky. Exactly. She's like, you want like <laughs> like magic for a magic show or you mean like magic magic and he's like uh he's side-eyeing me and stuff magic magic <laughs> like i want to be out of this yeah. library right now that's, i don't want, just like okay let's go find the book and um and th- i mean that, that that's a comical way to think about it but i th- honestly like legitimately and and oh, hold on you know uh taylor swift i'm gonna let you finish but but first like i when you when you believe like i believe in an all-powerful God mm-hmm. that can do anything, mm-hmm. this is not a big jump, right? It's it's not a it's not a far jump to think that spiritual beings and creation and stuff like that could be capable of something like this when used for nefarious purposes. Because we've already done that with so many other things, yeah. And so, like, it's not a hill that I will die on or necessarily even get wounded on. Um, cause I've got a protection spell, so don't even worry about it. Um, <laughs> but you know, re- real talk though, like I, it, to me, it's, it's not a big leap. It's mm-hmm. not a big leap at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I asked one of my favorite people about this. I don't remember you asking me. I said one of, I didn't say okay. my favorite, favorite person. It's on the tier of favorite people. Oh, get out of here. Is my dad. He is also a favorite. Yeah. I was asking him about this because he also definitely believes in... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, You know, like, 
spiritual forces types of stuff. Um, and, uh, has, I think researched things and thought about things a lot more than I do. Some of this stuff I think of as about as little as possible because it, um, (laughs) creeps me out. Um, but so if we were to kind of break things down, the differences between miracles and magic, um, this was kind of how he helped me to do it. And um, so we're just going to dive in. And yeah. you can disagree or agree as you see fit. They're going to agree or else. As you usually do. Yeah. Um, so miracles always come from God. Um, and they're always um, things that serve a, his sovereign purpose. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, there are situations where he has to suspend natural law um and physics and (laughs) you know things like that and sort of work outside of um those laws the idea being that god sits outside of the boundaries of all of these things anyway time and space the physics are created time is created yes you know and he existed before any of those things did and so he's obviously capable of you know, yes. when, when you create, you can skirt. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, I will say there are people who hate this concept because and that's fair. they are like, no, if God created a, the law, then he's always going to operate within it, you know, type of thing. But if you read the Bible, well, I don't know what to tell you. Like yeah. he does crazy things, especially like just read the story of Moses. Yeah. That one is he does things that under any other circumstance, you would just think that those were magic things. Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, like if God were not involved in it and the magicians in that story did. Absolutely. That it was just magic. Um, and miracles are done by God's ambassadors. Basically. Um, Jesus did them. The apostles did them. Just people representing God and representing Jesus yeah. to people around them and doing things in his name. Um, so then you come on the other side um, to like, what is magic? Mm-hmm. And it, um, you wanted to talk a little bit about like magic and witchcraft. Like, are we talking about different things here? Yeah, I mean, I I think that magic is kind of the catch-all word sure. for things that we don't understand. Yeah. Um, a... I think that in, in like... But, because we did, I mean, we something weird happens, a weird happenstance, and we're like, oh, it's magic. It's kind of magic, you know? <laughs> like, what else could it be? And I, I do think that there are, you know, if, if you if you look within, you know, the the laws of physics and, you know, now we, we have this word science, right? Like, Oh, I saw a bumper sticker at HEB yesterday that was like, uh, science, it's like magic, but real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a, a lot of the things, if you look back in, in you know, medieval times um, mm-hmm. and even before then, like they were, you know, women were labeled witches and all sorts of things because... They used things to relieve pain and, you know, heal and stuff like that. Like herbs. Yeah. And we're not talking like a New limb tongues. grew back. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, and, and now we call that 
homeopathic medicine. And so like essential oils. Yeah. Oh, we, and man, I'll tell you what, that lavender, it just works. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I, I think that it is a, it's, it's a generic catch all word for things that we don't understand and we don't know mm-hmm. how to explain. And we don't, for things that we do not want to give credit to God for. Okay. Um, now carry that on further. Now we are learned folk. Um, we know things about science and, um, you know, all sorts of things and still like magic is still out there, but it has waned and changed in what it is. Now it has to be like in, um, um, onward. Oh yeah. Hey, (laughs) what a great analogy. Yeah. Onward is like, yes, it's perfect. Like it, it, it ends up still being there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I had to uncover. So, but but I think that now things have to be they have to be more crazy to uh-huh. be like, well, no, that's uh, that's just what happens when the sun rises. Like, you know, like sure. a red sky doesn't mean blood was shed this night, Legolas. Like, that's not how how that works. You know, it's <laughs> it's actually you know, just the dirt in yeah, the atmosphere. It, the earth is gross. You know. Uh. Well. Yeah. I mean. I think sometimes we want to be able to find an answer and we think, well, if I can't explain it now, science must have an answer. Mm -hmm. I just don't know everything I need to. It's not really a miracle. I just don't. I don't have all the information. Yeah. Yeah. Where sometimes you come across people who actually do have a significant amount of information and are like, yeah, still, still can't explain yeah. it. So, I mean, honestly, w- when a doctor comes to you and go, it's a miracle that person's alive, like that's a professional person who yeah. knows when a body should be dead. Mm-hmm. And now it's not dead. Has seen many bodies go through that process under this, those circumstances. Yeah. And it's like, and then we pulled them off the ventilator and they just breathed. Yeah. And it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like that, you know, when a medical professional or somebody in the scientific community, says the word miracle then it starts to carry a little bit more weight mm-hmm. um not with everybody but with you know with with more people it carries more weight if we as the christian or you know the you know religious community we start labeling things as miracles and then a scientist comes behind us and says well actually you know like actually yeah he just you know, you, you took him outside and his jaundice went away. Like that's not, right. a, that's not yeah. how miracles work. Like there are rules. Um, I, I do think that, you know, if you want to take that to the extreme, like when we're, when we're face-to-face, we, we believe this. When we're face-to-face with, with Jesus, with our Almighty, with the Creator, everything will be revealed. And the miracle aspect, aspect of it I think will be removed because we will understand, we will know, we will have that – that knowledge of how and why and and all of that stuff and so like the mystery of it will be the veil will be pulled back and so all that pursuit for knowledge and, and understanding and why i think we rest on you know well it's easy for me to say this is a miracle that somebody was raised from the dead okay like that is a like that person was super dead and now they're not dead anymore mm-hmm. that that's a miracle. Like I can't do that of my own volition. There's no potion that you can give them that will do that. Um, that was Jesus, and that's what Jesus does. Now, you look at the opposite side of that, like a perversion of that, or like a corruption of that, and you have 
necromancy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the raising of the dead, but not coming back in the original state. That's where this idea like zombies, zombies and, and you know the un the undead, mm-hmm. whether they be werewolf or vampire, like all this stuff. Like we have those like really they're dark un- unnatural. They're back, but they ain't back. But they're not. It's like it's not the same. Basically, never good. Yeah, <laughs> um, there there was a massive take for the give to come back. Uh-huh. You can come back, but now you crave human flesh, kind of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, and that's, that's like what we were talking about, you know, the difference between like when God does a miracle, it's, it's for his sovereign good. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think, so like speaking of perversions of miracles, basically like corruption, Mm -hmm. magic, it does, it does cover this whole gamut of ideas. A lot of them are illusions, like Mm -hmm. Just illusions of things. That's so kind of a, a little little bit of, you know, look at this hand while I do something over here. I mean, like Loki is a perfect example of that. Sure. Like the MCU Loki. Um, he's a trickster. That's what like his class is mm-hmm. if you want to get down to mm-hmm. it. Or there's like imitation of things. And I do think about the story of Moses. Again, this is in um, Exodus chapter 7 where he does a bunch of he has a bunch of stuff like yeah. God had already showed him several things like hey if somebody doesn't believe you throw your stick on the ground it becomes a snake put your hand in your coat ah leprosy oh no now it's gone <laughs> um those types now of, you see it now you yeah, don't yeah I mean he, and then there's all these plagues all this stuff happens well I mean he goes into the court and Pharaoh and his people are like nah dog and so he starts doing the stuff that God says to do he yep. throws his stuff on the ground it turns into a snake And then the, uh, like all of Moses' little magicians are like, cool, bro. We can do that too. We can do that too. They throw their staffs on the ground and they also turn into snakes. Yeah. Um, Which if I were Moses, I might poop my pants right (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) he didn't wear pants, but yes, I know. Not good. Um, But ultimately, Moses' staff, or it's actually Aaron's staff. It's Mm -hmm. Aaron's staff that he throws on the ground. Um eats up the other snakes it's a snake eater snake which we know is a um what is that a cobra a king cobra oh okay yeah all right we watched a documentary about this they're snake eater snakes oh wow you and remember just like yeah when i watched there. that when i watched that documentary i was like oh and there are multiple snake eater snakes yeah but I'm pretty sure it was King Cobra. 100% They're it was very King Cobra. Impressive. Um, anyway, so like the the miracle that those magicians were doing, they were only doing it because they were trying to create the illusion of like, mm-hmm. oh, we have the same power as God has. Yeah. Um, and ultimately fell short. Like yeah. they reached a point. They were copying, 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 copying. Yeah. And then they reached this point where they're like, bruh, no, this guy is the real deal. You have to stop. You have to do what he says because we are out of tricks. Like our bags are empty. Yeah. Um, And so um, the other thing too, I think is that um, witchcrafty kind of magic tends to be very like formulaic. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have these ingredients. You need to have these special words. You need to have, you know, yep. yada, 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 and a unicorn tear or... Some, yeah, I mean, like it's Tail really... feather of the... 
the Phoenix or, you know, whatever. And I mean, even, even like in that, if you just think about like how those things, like even the, like I have newt and like that kind of stuff, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like the evil queen kind of magic, super like, like exotic stuff. That's not normal. It's not around. It's not commonly available. Well, I mean, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's uh, Mickey Mouse being like, Oh, I guess I am. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, I think that's a little that that one. Now you're reaching, okay? I'm just saying, there's like this. He just needed to do his chores, and once in, he got done with his chores, then he was in done like magic. M- you know magic. There's usually this set. You can if you do these steps, mm-hmm. you will gain this result. Yes, like very clear cut, straightforward, kind of from a recipe, yep. formulaic. And I think that we as humans are like yes. I would love that <laughs> because we want formulas. We want like yeah. guaranteed results. We want, and because I think ultimately that makes us feel in control yeah. of things where Matt, I mean, not magic miracles, oh, like, you know, God does them, but it's, but he does them how he oh, yeah. wants to do them. Absolutely. We don't always get to decide like, what's going to happen and i think that you see that with um like ugh, okay so this is going to be very serious for one second um uh bethel baptist um there is a couple that lost their daughter um to sids like one yeah. day she just didn't wake up and she was i don't, I don't think it's bethel baptist but it, it was not bethel, bethel. baptist, <laughs> bethel baptist. <clears throat> yeah they're not baptist I they're not to, baptist everyone had to put bethel a little, yeah. church in california um anyway they and it's very like obviously that is very tragic yeah um and i am not making light of that at all is very heartbreaking but even the more heartbreaking thing was that their church went on this all-out like campaign to raise her from the dead yeah um people writing songs and they're having vigils for like mm-hmm. a week and a half declaring it and that this is going to happen God she's going to be this. raised yeah. because uh, like because the power of sin holds no sway here. Yeah. Like death is not a thing anymore, thanks to Jesus. Yeah. But sort of like we're going to wield the name of Jesus and this is what's going to happen. And yeah. um, turning it into sort of formulaic because we want our daughter back. Yeah. And I get that. Like I would super want my yeah. child back. Yeah. Um, but it, I don't know. Like when you, it's turn. I don't know. We don't. We don't, don't hold man. those keys. No, and because it is. It's that's why I said when we get to the other side of eternity, and those mysteries are, you know, I believe will be revealed to us, and we'll understand and we'll know. Then it's it's that's going to be an easier pill to swallow. Right now, I mean, we we are the disciples while Jesus was on the earth. Basically, like mm-hmm. we have the book, we have all of the stuff that he left us. We're just like. I, I'm doing the best I can down here, man. Like, I don't know. It wasn't until after Jesus came back when he was, when he rose from the dead and came back and revealed himself to the disciples that the scriptures were opened up to them and they understood. Mm -hmm. And then they were able to go and just do like bananas, crazy stuff. Like they're raising people from the dead, you know, healing and doing all sorts of stuff. And so I, you know, we think that, that miracles are 100% of God. 
Um, they are, and they're they're pretty. E- I would say easily classified. There's like, you've probably seen the the TV show or the movie that has you know the Van Helsing character or somebody from the Catholic Church that that's their job is to go out and you know make sure that God. miracles are miracles and all this stuff you know. But even more so than that, it's just we we just kind of wanted to boil it down and say like, here's what magic is. And here's what miracles are. And at the end of the day, miracles are from God. And magic is the imitation mm-hmm. of that. And miracles cannot just be added into your your playbook. No. Like if if you are just out because you want power, you Ain't know, you, you see that power and you try to harness it for your for yourself it does not work and we see that with the the story of Simon the magician yeah. in, in Acts chapter 8 cuz he's like what yeah game you guys recognizes are doing game bro awesome stuff how do i get i believe i yeah. believe yeah. how do i get that My and dibs. then they're like well hold the phone yeah. no you cannot because you're not you are just trying to gain money and power yeah. through miracles and that's not not gonna work and the other thing that doesn't work is um kind of similar to what i was talking about with the bethel thing but there's that story also of those guys those jewish men who were casting out demons in the name of jesus yeah they're like oh this name of jesus thing it works yeah it's an easy button (laughs) you can drive demons out in the name of jesus and then they reach a point where the demon is like yeah, but who I know are you? Jesus, and I know Paul and Peter. But who are Apollos, you? I know. Or no, they said that they were doing things in the name of Peter and or in the name of the God of Peter and yeah. Paul. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. In the name of the God of Peter, in the name of the God of Paul, and um, he's the demons are like. We know these other people. Yeah, this is not going to work. Who are you? And I yeah, that's just another example of like, hey, we think we can make this work for us. Yeah. Um, which, you know, maybe they did. Maybe they did have good intentions and care about the people that they were casting demons out of. But I have to believe that. I feel like God knows a little bit more about that story than we do. Yeah. And so that might have been a reason. But all in all, I mean, I'm, and we'll, we'll kind of land the plane here. Uh, you know, there you, you hear all the time about good magic and bad magic. And the best I can kind of help anybody understand this from either a fantasy or even like a real world perspective is that you know there there is power there is power out there we've we've talked about it you can read it in the bible it exists um it can be imitated to an extent um and doing doing the wrong things for the right reason does not make them the right thing even when you label them good or you know whatever and so that's we're talking to you Saruman. Yeah, nice freaking try, bro. I got the joke. Um, but you know, like you have you have like the you know white magic and then dark magic and you know, all sorts of light magic and dark magic or whatever. And it's like that's just it's it's a refusal to acknowledge the true source of power. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't make it any better. It just doesn't. Um, you know. So our kids are not allowed to watch Mickey Mouse anymore. What I was gonna follow it up with oh, okay. was that. I mean, that being <laughs> said, like 
we're talking from like you know real world real world perspectives and stuff like that with a lot of these are all wackadoo like way out there things but we're trying to help you understand that you know this is can be a real thing that you deal with um but there is also a need and a desire to separate reality from fantasy we i mean that's why we can read the chronicles of narnia yes Mm -hmm. and watch the lord of the rings and harry potter and all this stuff and it's like there there is a difference between reality and fiction um harry harry potter's not real i don't know how else to say that is he not i don't think he is dang yeah um I have not yet seen the Ministry of Magic, um, <clears throat> but you probably wouldn't. And yeah. if you had, then they would cast a spell on you yeah. to make you like disremember. Well, I already told you I had a protection spell, so you're good to go. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I I said you might be surprised at what you hear, and I I, I hope that you were on some level surprised. Um, maybe not like shocked and awe, or at like, least entertained. Yeah, Are I mean, you because not entertained. It is an. This is an interesting world that we live in. And there are things beyond our comprehension that happen every single day. The Bible in and of itself tells us not to pretend like we know it all. And so we don't. And we leave room for um, mystery and um, you know intrigue and learning and all sorts of stuff. So we just ask that you would do that as well um, in whatever way, shape, or form you can. But we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll close out the show with our Church Nerds memory verse of the day and give you our nerdy recommendation right here on Church Nerds. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search and favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Tiger Uppercut! close out our show today we've got a nerdy recommendation for you and oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy you're gonna love it you sound weird when you say that well i i need to hook them okay i need to hook these you people think that that is what's going to hook these oh people boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> what <laughs> on earth okay um, anyway hey our store lovethynerd.com slash store is the nerdy recommendation and check this out Everything in the store is 20% off if you use our coupon code. Coupons. We, we, W-E-R-A-R-E, we are three, T-H-R-E-E. We are three because we are three. LTN is three years old. Three years old. We turned three at the very beginning of March, and so we're going to be running this deal all through March, 
and probably into April. We started just a little bit late, um, but definitely through Easter for sure, for sure, for sure. So do us a favor. Go on over to lovethynerd.com slash store. We have hoodies. We have t-shirts. We have play mats. We have stickers. We have lanyards. We have, uh, we call them coolies. They are the face coverings or the survivor buffs or however you want to do that. We've got magnets. Friends, we got, we have stuff. Please buy it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I need, I can't make it any, what if I did a hundred percent? Please buy the stuff. (laughs) That sounded more sinister than I wanted it to. Yeah. Please buy it. A little, little Ionude on there. Um, (laughs) No. But anyway, no, seriously, 20% off of anything um, in the store and that's collectively on your order. So if you buy $200 worth of stuff, um, that's $40 off. Yes. Did I get that right? I believe so, yes. Sweet. <laughs> um, so maybe just do that because that's easy That's easy math. Um, but we, we just want to say thank you. I just want to thank you. No? You don't know that song? I, no. You're the man of oh, man. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, we, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for being with us on this crazy journey. We're not done. Uh, we are just getting started here. So do us a favor, buy some cool stuff, get a Jesus Loves You Nerds hoodie, or um, you can also get, you know, like I said, one of the t-shirts. They're super duper soft. I love them. I'm wearing not one right now, and it kind of bothers me. <laughs> um, it's just like I, I I feel constrained a lot of the times when yeah. I'm moving. Um, like I'm wearing a burlap sack, you know? Regular- like fabric it's kind of funny because that shirt you're wearing is for a company that prints t-shirts and you hate that t-shirt i don't like it a lot why do you even have it throw it away i realize i'm always telling you to get rid of t-shirts i realize it's the greenest shirt i have so what well we recorded on saint patrick's day oh and i'm not wearing no you're you're not even trying I was on I a live stream today. earlier today. Oh. And so I had to that wear the greenest the, thing. That is clearly teal. Here's the okay, but here's the deal <laughs> it's though. Not even close to green. So come to find out that and I don't I haven't fact checked this, so come come to <laughs> come to maybe. Um that the actual color for St. Patrick is blue. It's not it's like a lighter blue. It's like a sky blue. It's not even a green. Not my so, St. Patrick. Hashtag not mine, but hashtag nailed it Wait, with the teal. Why did that come up? And how? Who? How? how the hmm? guy that we were doing the live stream with, Dan, hmm. I was not, also Asia, who was who was on the live stream as well, also wore a bluish shirt. And he was like, hey, I just realized, you know, I just look, looked up that it's actually blue, not green. I don't know how where we got all the green from. And, you know, but anyway. Clovers and leprechauns and yeah. stuff. Irish. Oh, my. And so I don't know how true that is, but I'm going to run with it. I'm going to run with it because it it worked in my favor today. Okay. Yeah. Well. (laughs) I used to have a lot of green shirts. Uh, Did you? I did. Green used to be my favorite color. I know, but I don't remember. I guess you had a few. No, it's blue. Well, I have a memory verse. That's what I have. I mean, (laughs) let's not bury the lead here. Go for it. Uh, Okay. So Psalm. 6835 says awesome is God from his sanctuary the God of Israel he's the one who gives power and strength to his people boom 
Our power comes from God, people. Not from tongues of newt. That's not a thing. (laughs) I really hope it's not a thing. I don't need my power coming from tongue of anything. Well. I'm not a huge, like, cow tongue fan. Like, when, like. It's the eyes. The the eyes have the power. Yeah, the eyes have it. That's That's why. Never mind. I'm done. Yeah. I was just gonna get. It was gonna get grosser from there. Ew, you're fine. Just, just stop while you're behind. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles and all things nerdy, as well as this show and other podcasts and videos. And if you would like to directly support our mission and be a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, please, please, please pray about this and do this. We all got stimmy checks. Let's be real. <gasps> Yes, we did. I say, I say, we Some all. Some of us have if, a lot of kids. If you, yeah, we do. <laughs> if you, if you didn't, I am so sorry. But if you did, I'm, t- I'm just talking directly to you right now. Think about where you're gonna put that money. And if you, if you're looking for a nonprofit to pour into, LTN Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization. If that means something to you, awesome. If it doesn't. Just know that it's a ta- it's a tax write off is really how mm-hmm. that that rolls uh, into it. Yeah. So, um, if you're interested, please head on over to lovethynerd.com/give, um, and you can make your donation there. Like I said before, it is tax deductible. And don't forget that you can always select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that's going to give LTN a small kickback from your purchase at absolutely no extra cost to you. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms, including TikTok now. Kate made a TikTok for us. <laughs> I'm not. I will not be checking that out. I downloaded TikTok and I was Kate, like, "I love you. I can't do it. No, thank you." I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for science. Um, but you can also for magic. <laughs> yeah. If no, not not. Oh, d- never d- mind. Yeah, the different that 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 just doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you sound dumber when you say it. <laughs> For, this is for magic. Like, what are you, an idiot? Like, well, for maybe. Magic. I don't know. Yeah, for, for magic. It's something that, like, you're yeah. yelling. And, like, I'm holding a sparkler. Yeah, I'm holding a sparkler. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find us, like I said, on all major social media platforms at Love Thy Nerd and on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning. You can also follow us on Facebook. And I cannot, she just can't stop. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. Just uh, look for our page, Church Nerds LTN. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Church Nerds LTN as well. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, I promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Oh, <laughs>